This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, May 11th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's headlines. Bronow advances. FDA plans animal biotech meeting. And Brazil drought hurting corn forecast. Committee clears Bronow. Jill Bronow's nomination is headed to the Senate floor. Senate Ag Committee used a voice vote last night to send her nomination to be USDA's next Deputy Secretary to the Senate floor after Bronow, currently the Virginia Ag Commissioner, took part in an April hearing. Senator Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat who chairs the committee, said it is clear Dr. Bronow is a highly qualified leader who has strong experience working on the ground to support our farmers, families, and rural communities. By the way, a handful of other nominees are awaiting committee consideration. Robert Bonney, the pick for Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation Programs. Janie Hipp, nominated to be USDA General Counsel. And Jenny Lester Moffitt, the nominee to head up USDA's Marketing and Regulatory Programs mission area. FDA reaches out to animal biotech stakeholders with July meeting. The Food and Drug Administration announced yesterday it will hold a meeting in July to reach out to stakeholders on its regulatory process for approving animal products made using biotechnology. The issue is a controversial one. In February, USDA extended its comment period on a proposal issued by the Trump administration to shift responsibility for such products to USDA. That deadline ended May 7th with nearly 4,000 comments submitted. FDA Center for Veterinary Medicine said it's holding the outreach session to, quote, collect feedback from stakeholders in order to enhance the predictability, transparency, and efficiency of the review process for intentional genomic alterations in animals. Counties may use state and local coronavirus funding for broadband build-out. Treasury Department officials said coronavirus relief for states and local governments signed into law in March may be invested in broadband infrastructure. The department issued guidance for the $362 billion in coronavirus state and local fiscal recovery funds yesterday. This aid represents a historic investment in counties on the front lines of our nation's coronavirus response and recovery efforts, said Matthew Chase. National Association of Counties Executive Director. The text includes $65.1 billion in direct and flexible aid to counties across America. It also includes $1.5 billion in investments over two years in federal public lands. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Grazing pesticide use cited in decision to review status of western bumblebee. 
The effects of grazing and pesticide use are singled out in a Fish and Wildlife Service decision to conduct a status review to determine whether uh, Stuckley's cuckoo bumblebee deserves protection under the Federal Endangered Species Act. The bee's range includes Alaska, California, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Colorado, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, and New York. The Center for Biological Diversity has petitioned for the bee to be listed under the ESA. Among the potential threats to the insect, says the FWS, livestock grazing and habitat loss from fire management, agriculture intensification, and pesticide use for bark beetle management. The service also determined endangered species reviews are necessary for Clover's cactus, which occurs in New Mexico and Colorado, and the Aztec gilia, a flowering plant from New Mexico. Both are potentially threatened by grazing activities, according to the FWS. First, U.S. exports of cattle embryos to Philippines. The first ever commercial shipment of beef cattle embryos to the Philippines arrived last week, more expected soon, that according to a new report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The 93 strong embryos valued at $28,000 arrived at Julius Cattle Farm, and the sale was facilitated by funding from the USDA's Market Access Program funding. Funds were used to bring Philippine buyers to Kansas, where they were hosted by the Kansas Department of Agriculture. It was about a year ago that the Philippines government finalized a health protocol with USDA that allowed the trade to happen, according to the FAS report, which noted that buyers expect additional shipments of 100 to 200 straws of frozen beef embryos within the next 12 months. Brazil's shrinking corn production crop forecast. Drought conditions are hitting Brazil's center-south region hard, pushing down forecasts for corn production. Corn of the ground is now known the safrina crop, the second crop planted after Brazil's soybean harvest. There's been little rain in the largest growing region for more than a month, that according to consulting firm Agrel. The company said yesterday it has lowered its total production forecast for the entire 2021 market a year to 95.5 million metric tons of corn, down from an earlier prediction of 103.4 million and down from the previous year's production of 102.6 million tons. In the meantime, China is making massive commitments to buy U.S. corn from the next harvest this year and take delivery in the 21-22 marketing year. The USDA announced yesterday an export sale of 1.02 million tons of new crop corn to Chinese buyers. Cow dung found in luggage at Dulles Airport. U.S. Customs officials discovered a lot of unusual livestock-derived items in suitcases. But the Customs and Border Protection Agency says a recent find takes the cake. Literally, cow dung cakes. CBP found the tightly packed excrement and baggage at Washington Dulles Airport that was left behind by passengers traveling on an Air India flight. In some countries, cow dung is used as a cooking source and as a skin detoxifier. However, it is prohibited from India because of the induction of foot and mouth disease, which is deadly to livestock. Well, that's Daybreak from this Tuesday, May 11th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.